Uh, swears are funny. <laughs> okay. I swear like a sailor. You're good. <laughs> Say fuck all you want, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he's a little guy. I feel like he's got words in him. <laughs> he's a city mouse, so he's got a city mouth. I, I... <laughs> hey, <you're lucky>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Spells and Whistles Halloween special. I'm very excited to be back running a Halloween special game for all of my friends today. I'm Ben. I will be DMing a little game in the Mouse Ritter TTRPG by Isaac Williams and Losing Games. But enough about that. Let's just get into our little forest. Let's get into a little shorter point of view than we normally have, and into a little mouse colony known as Sickerheim. It's made of concrete tubes that are all stacked into a little pyramid deep in the woods south of a human town named Brickfield. Our first mouse that we're going to meet is played by Jay. Hi, Jay. Oh, wow, I'm first. Okay. Hi, um, I'm Jay. Nice to meet you again. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and my mouse that I'm playing her name is Pamela Bree, and she is a cute little uh, tan and flecked mouse. Um, she has very bright, wide eyes, very round ears. She's very um, curious. Uh, she has the acorn birth sign, so she's inquisitive and a little bit stubborn, but that makes sense because she is a beekeeper. Um, or bee herder, depending on who you ask. I consider it more of a herd. Uh, so, um, in the back of one of my little, uh, concrete pipes of, uh, Sickerheim, uh, there's a little tiny, like, honeycomb beehive area that started to take root, and it looked a little sickly, so I decided to kind of take it in and make it just, uh, well, I just really wanted to have some really cool friends, so I, I took these bees, and they're my friends now, and they're but they're also kind of like my children in a way. Um, and I like to take their honey too. And um, they, they give me some honey and I'm able to sell it to my other um, mouse friends who, who also live in Sickerheim. So sometimes I'll go around and I'll just say, you know, hi, I have some honey and I'll, and I'll sell it. Um, and uh, Pamela also uses she, her pronouns. Um, and that's her lovely little life. Adorable. Up next is a returning guest and extremely handsome man. John Dandy Monetize. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Uh, my name's John. He, him. Uh, D&D Monetized, of course. And I am going to be playing a little friend uh, named B-Blow. Uh, he has gray, splotchy fur, um, and he wears an eye patch over his right eye and he he kind of he kind of talks like this um he's a trash collector uh, going about the area outside of the uh pylons the concrete uh just collecting things with his large fish hook um just to try to bring it back home and make stuff with it whatever he can he's not the strongest or or the fastest or the most dexterous but 
he means well. I think. He him as well. Awesome. Our next mouse is played by Grace. Hello, uh, my name is Grace. I am playing today a little mousy named uh, Marsqueak de Sorry, um, which just means uh, Marsqueak of Mouse. <laughs> um, but she goes by Marzi for short. She has a gray marbled little tiny little body. Um, she's a little little street mouse, um, little hungry little street mouse. Uh, spends most of her days just trying to do some like odd jobs, trying to uh, get some food, and kind of really wants to open her own little kitchen, but doesn't really have any money and doesn't really have like a home to do that in. Um, and so, yeah, she's just kind of hanging out, vibing, trying to get her next meal. Awesome. Our next player is another returning guest, friend of mine, and award-winning festival film director, what? Stephanie. Ooh. Hi. Iconic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my name is Stephanie Ward-Harvey. Um, I was here for the last Halloween campaign, so I'm super stoked to be back. Um, I am going to be playing a, a wee little mouse named Olive, uh, who is not as sweet as that name might imply. Uh, she prefers Ollie. She is a trash collector. Uh, she stinks really bad. She smells like onions, mostly. Um, she, underneath all of the dirt and the grime and the moss that is growing on her fur, she is actually a white mouse. Um, but you would not guess. She is really into conspiracy theories. She's kind of just totally that crazy. She spends most of her time out on them streets, and she is usually sleeping kind of outside of storefronts, spooking people away with her trash hook, and she thinks it's funny. Um, so she's usually just looking for some fun garbage to hang out with and um, talking to the the voices. So that that is her. As one what does. do you mean Amazing. the voices? <laughs> fifth player and fifth mouse is played by Meg. Hi, I'm Meg, and I am going to be playing Festus Montague Pip, um, who is a sparrow rider for our little colony. Um, he is a very dapper-looking gent, um, immaculately maintained white fur with a couple of uh, deep brown flecks here and there. Um, typical day in his life is uh, just sort of scampering up the tall oak tree that's not too far from our uh, little settlement and um, making sure that all of the feathers are fine on our f little sparrow friends and um, just sort of making general rounds. Um, he loves uh, living here. He's very proud as his um, father's 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 helped to settle um, our little town of Sickerheim and uh, is, uh, yeah, just a happy little guy. Awesome. And last but definitely not least, a new guest to the Spells and Whistles friends is Kelly. Oh, hello. I'm Kelly. I use she, they pronouns, and I will be playing Scampawick. Uh, recently, a big city mouse uses he, him pronouns. Uh, Ex-trap thief, hopefully, hopefully retired. Um, came to find out what small town life is like. Uh, doesn't know how this works. Does odd jobs around town. Is trying to be, uh, you know, less suspicious of people being nice to him. Not trying to kill him. Stuff like that. People are actually okay here. 
it's a bit of an adjustment. Uh, he's, uh, he's got chocolate fur, uh, a little whip-like tail, a little, like, slouchy, almost like a beanie. <laughs> What's that? He, like, tries to cover up his ears with, uh, cause he's got a couple of clips in his ears from getting caught in one too many traps. Uh, but he's just, uh, he's just trying to learn how to get by and how to be a regular guy. He, him pronouns. For Wick. That's me. Oh my Amazing. god. What a dude. <laughs> what a lad. <laughs> you all have been living in here uh, in Sickerheim, these concrete tubes for as long as your little mousy lives have enabled you to. And it's been a really calm, nice, crisp, autumnal Friday um, as the sun is beginning to set. Um, the autumn colors in the sky are matching the autumn colors in the leaves. And suddenly, without warning, a howl pierces the air. It's coming from the south, which is usual for to the north is the human city, the giant city of Brickfield. And to the south, the forest expands. But normally, the howls aren't this loud. Maybe it's closer than usual. Maybe the wolf is bigger. Maybe it's just a coyote. But every mouse around you's instinct is to start packing up or just running. You are small, and wolves are big, and mice are just snacks to them. What do your mice grab as you are following the herd and leaving your small town? Besides having a brief panic attack over <laughs> trying to decide what of my horde of trash I want to take with me, uh, anything metal that I can get my hands on. Perfect. That it definitely includes your fish hook, right? Oh, of course. That that's already there. That's in my hand. Yeah. He's just going um, th this this I guess and like a big cog. <laughs> awesome. Uh, can you write down a cog? In your I absolutely <laughs> can. Um, what else are people taking? Um, is there? So I, I think that Pamela goes and she grabs her, her sling and her stones as, as for usual and, and throws some like rations and stuff in a, in a jar of honey. Um, is there a way, <laughs> feel free to say no. Is there a way for me to use my net to like make a leash for the queen bee? Cause I know that if that the regular bees follow the queen, <laughs> can okay. I bring my queen bee on a leash with me? Amazing. Ab Absolutely. Jay, you know what? Because of that, uh, we're huh? going to have you make the first roll of the oh, game. No! Oh, no! Okay! So, <laughs> wow! Because this, the outcome of this is not guaranteed. Okay. But this is your job. Yes. So you're, I would like you to roll a dex save okay. with advantage. I'm... So in Mouse Ritter, listeners, um, saving throws are made with a d20. And these mice all have scores for their strength, dex, and will. And when you make a save, you want to roll at your number or below it. So, Jay, what is Pamela's dex number? My dex is a 12. It's my highest stat. Awesome. So, Jay's trying to roll a 12 or lower. Uh -huh. And she has advantage because it's her job. Damn, bitch. Uh, so, she's rolling two d20s and taking the lower result. Uh, lower, lower. My lowest result was a 5. 
So Amazing. <laughs> you get your net and you just kind of slip it in between the bee's legs and then expand it. And you have this uh-huh. little queen bee, not little, sorry, uh-huh. about half your size yeah. queen bee, um, like a little bit loosely uh, tangled up in the net. And the other bees immediately like turn and clock that their queen is getting pulled away and they're like... Mm-hmm. You can see their heads tilt in, like, a curious expression. And then they just start, like, crawling and flying along and just following you in, like, a stream of bugs and legs and wings. Uh-huh. I think that as Pamela sort of does this little leash, she just says, Um, oh, oh, okay, okay, Aphrodite, let's go. We have to leave the house, please. Um, and she just sort of snares this bee and starts walking it. Perfect. What else? I think Festus um, is going to uh, gear up all of the sparrows. While they're good for riding, um, he thinks uh, it's probably more useful to have these larger animals act as our pack creatures. So he's going to load them all up with uh, things that other people in the town need. And then um, taking his little... A sharpened needle that he has, uh, a family heirloom. It's like a little sewing needle, not with like a pin where it has like a little ball on the end. It's a little um, purple ball on the end of this needle, and he's gonna slash their ties free and let them kind of go and follow the rest of this little caravan of mice. And he's gonna sort of tuck that away. Um, he has his like riding goggles, which are made out of uh, little bits of like smoothed glass and uh, rubber bands and such um, sort of over his uh, head. And as he kind of like stands on the top of this tree, like one leg up on a smaller branch, like holding his needle (laughs) um, upward and onward, he says, fly my good fellows and I will see you (laughs) soon. There's like a, almost like those war propaganda photos where there's like a guy and very like much fighter so. jets like above him we get like a little freeze frame of these sparrows like flying above festus precisely i'm inspired um <laughs> amazing how inspired are you wick what do you what do you grab and where do you start heading oh gosh oh gosh okay what do i grab uh i uh i grab things like tools of the trade that i used to rely on because it's what i know so i've got like a long rope, you know, by mouse standards, uh, like a burlap sack for sewing stuff in, um, and also got like a like a portrait of my mother that I keep on me that I don't show anybody. Uh, so it's like my one prized possession, and I, I throw that in the sack mm-hmm. too. I don't show it to anybody unless you're my pal. So maybe you'll become pals with me. I don't know. Uh, but he's he does he didn't come here with much, you know. He he was just trying to get by, get food. Um, trying to befriend people but he he has very little to grab i love him uh just so for much. posterity in the future sure. what's uh scamperwick's mom's name uh moira po- oh my gosh perfect I what love a perfect him so much. city mom name <laughs> <laughs> um that's definitely not gonna come back to bite us in the future hey I just hey I don't trust you, Ben! I don't trust you! Sorry, carry on. Uh, Marcy, what do you grab? Um, Marcy's just gonna grab some, uh, little bits of food as she can find it. Um, looking around, because, again, she's a hungry little mouse, and she's probably experimenting with whatever little food scrap she was able to find. Perfect. I love that we ended on Olive, because, Olive, these people should have listened to you. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) 
So, so listen, Ollie has been prepared for this since their birth, okay? And um, they have this little acorn cart that they've made with little teeny tiny wheels on the bottom of it that they push around. Um, And they used to use it, just for some context, they used to use it, they would push it down through the alleyways and stuff and holler at people to bring bring out your trash. I want your trash, bring out your trash. Do you have any trash to spare? Bring out your trash. Okay. And so naturally we're prepared with our little acorn basket that we're pushing. Um, and Ollie has their trash hook with a little bag tied on the end of it that's just full of candy wrappers and like food wrappers that they found because they smell really good and that might be useful maybe in their brain. Um, so they have that bag and they're pushing their acorn cart going, I told all of you, I told you guys that the monsters were coming and no one was listening to me and blah, 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 don't listen to the old ladies. We just sat outside and do nothing and we're crazy people, but we're not crazy people because I'm just a mouse just like you and so on and so on. So they're garbling, okay? And then the wheel on their acorn basket that they're pushing like falls off while everyone's like running by. And so they like, they're, they're garbage. It's just random crap that's just in here. It goes tumbling out in front of everyone and they're like And then they kick their acorn basket a whole bunch until it's like in pieces. And she's just got her trash hook and the little bag on the end that's just got candy wrappers in it. And we're going. Perfect. That's it. Can, can All I- these mice and bees are streaming out of these uh, concrete tubes. And generally, because the howl was heard to the south, they're generally heading north. Listeners, our players, and hopefully you, if we can remember to put it up on our socials, are looking at a little simple hex map that I made of the surrounding area to the north of Sickerheim. Um, On this map, um, to the north is the giant human town of Brickfield. In between here and there, um, there is a bog to the northwest. Directly north of them is a large swath of like plains, tall grasses, as well as um, farmland of corn and hay. Festus and olive and beeblo um, and probably Wick too would know that there's a, a massive red building in the middle of the plains. Um, probably Beeblo knows it best on the way up to the brook um, and coming back. But um, that massive building is there. And Beeblo, you've seen really big animals there that seemed kind of passive, but they're very large. And to the northwest um, and west of you currently, as well as expanding into the south where you heard this howl, are the woods of the forest. All three of these areas prove their own challenges and difficulties. Mm -hmm. They also have their own strengths and advantages. What route does our small group of mice take? You feel free to discuss in and out of character. Um, And if you have any questions, especially about information that you think that your mouse would know, um, please ask. Before I before I dive into character, what what's Ollie's opinion of Beeblo being a competitor in the trash collection business? I you know to be quite honest, I don't think she really takes notice very much because she's 
Yeah, oh. sorry. Wounding. There's just yeah. She but but it's not. It's not like out of disrespect. It it's because so she's offended. just not all there. Because she's just been out for so long. So she just thinks it's just her in her own universe. I think that like I think that B Blow would try to keep his cool about that. But seeing that you're taking up the residence's trash, he probably explores more farther out mm -hmm. than Ollie. Okay. Okay. I see how yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess. Um. <laughs> um, I think that Festus would maybe, as, like, who, whichever mouses are discussing the direction we want to take, I think Festus may kind of chime in and say, uh, I, I will be honest, um, uh, there's that big red building farther out in the field, and we have lost a sparrow or two to some larger birds in that direction. I will just let that be known. I don't know if they like our kind quite oh as much. Oh my god, yes they do. I freaking hate birds. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. No. I know. I know. I know. You don't hate birds. I'm sorry. The big birds. I mean the big birds. The kind that do eat us. Have you ever seen? Have you? I saw my friend Chuck. My friend Chuck in the city. A pigeon attacked him. And that's not even really a bird of prey. He just came at him and knocked him right out. It was terrible. My word. Yeah. Your sparrows are lovely, though. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That was Maybe I was overstepping a little bit there. I'll step it back a little bit. I'm learning how to interact with people. Uh, not to worry, my dear chap. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm good. Socialization is uh, is hard sometimes. Uh, but the big birds we should really, really watch out for. Um, Wick, which way did you take to get to Sickerheim in the first place? That's an awfully good question. Which way? Did I <laughs> it's up to you, Kelly. You can you can choose whatever route you want. You almost certainly came in from the road, which is to yeah. the north. Okay. Um, but from there, uh, you could have gone through the forest, you could have gone through the fields, or through the bog. Uh, hmm. I feel like he's a he's a path of least resistance kind of guy. Uh, so the fields sound about right. Lots of tall grass to hide a small mouse. Sounds good. For sure. All right, I went through the fields, and then the road, <laughs> and now I'm here. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I understand your apprehension towards going back to the fields, but I, those, those larger, the, the white and the white and brown four-legged ones, they tend to offer some pretty good protection, at least I think. Um, you know, any other bigger creatures, they'll go after them, not, not us. That's true. But if, I've, I've never been to the bog that much. I, I don't really see the wolves going that way too much. It's too muddy, I think, for yeah. them. They're not super in the water, are they? I don't think so. What what, what about you, Ollie? Um, where do you think would be good? <coughs> I was born in this hole. I'll die in this hole. <laughs> and Ollie's going to turn around yeah. and start walking back. <laughs> no. Wait, I, I do shuffling. say... Biblo's like clutching onto his gear. Like this is like half his height kind of cog. And he goes, no, no, oh, Ollie, uh, I know your trash is here, but come on, we, we can't stay. You know that. We can find new better trash, exotic trash. Bog trash. Bog trash, yeah, bog trash. Oh, bog trash? Yeah, extra stinky. Stinky like me, Ollie. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
<laughs> what do you think? There we go. That's the spirit. I like it. All right, let's go, whippersnappers. <laughs> to the bog, then. To the bog. Ollie's just walking, but we, they don't really know where they're going. They're they're just like they're just going forward. It's kind of like head turn, like to the other direction. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, from behind you just hear sort of Pamela sort of like, <clears throat> um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so just a quick question. Um, if we go to the bog, won't there be a lot of open space for us to be found? I mean, uh, my understanding of bogs is like. Lots of roots, lots of muck, uh, maybe a few rocks, some wet grass. I don't know. I, that, that, I mean, okay. it's not terrible. Could be worse. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 fine. Um, Are you sure? I. Yeah. yeah I I have. May- I don't. I don't get out a lot. So um, I'll 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 go wherever people want to go. I'm just scared that we're gonna be like picked up and, and, and eaten or something. Um, you know, my 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 mom used to tell me a lot of stories about you know little guys can do big things, but um, that sounded really big back there. So, um, I just don't want Aphrodite to get hurt. As I sort of start petting my bee, <laughs> I really don't want Aphrodite true. to get hurt. Um, the bog would be a rough place for a bee. Yeah. Ooh. Um. They, oh so, no! Um, oh gosh! I didn't even think about the frogs. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, no, it'll be, it'll be fine. What are you talking about? It's uh, just I, a couple of frogs. We, we, we move around them. They're not that fast, right? Right? I, I've be... never seen a frog before. I don't know. What... Oh, they're, they're har- harmless, they really. Like... <laughs> harmless. If it makes you feel better, one time I got eaten by a cat, and I stabbed it in the mouth, and it spit me right back out. So, oh, you're like, you're like, like, even if you get eaten, it's it's not the end. Yeah, exactly. The heroes, you're like, you're like Despero. Oh, okay. Well, if you say that it's safe, the hero always knows the right thing to do. So if you say that it's safe, I trust you implicitly. Oh God. Uh, Okay. You're my new best friend. Wait, Wick, Wick is like furiously blushing and has pulled like his like beanie down over his face because like, oh no, what have I done? Do you want some honey? <laughs> I take out my jar uh, of honey and I, and I, do you want uh, some honey? It's really so, good. Sure, sure. Okay. That, that, thank you. Uh, all right. He's like, okay. like, you know, like when people shake their coffee cup as it comes up to their mouth <laughs> or their water, it's like the... He's trying to drink honey and it's just on his face. <laughs> well, well, if, well, if, 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 if Wick the hero says it's okay, oh, then God. I think that it's okay to go that way. I mean, we don't need to be that that formal, you know what I mean? Uh, like, you just uh, said you, you know, it's, it's just Wick. cat's mouth, that's so awesome. Yeah, you know, like, it's just. You're like, like super oh, mouse. God. Oh, I'm really not. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what, we can, we can talk more about this later. Right now, we got some, some. Uh, wolves on our tails, literally. Uh, so let's yes. uh, let's keep moving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Oh. And so the mouse, <laughs> this little in... mouse troop, begins <laughs> to head towards the bog. On this hex crawl adventure, each hex takes about an hour to traverse through, under normal circumstances. 
And with each new hex comes a new encounter roll. I'm going to just go down the call. And at the top of my list besides me is Festus, Ooh. played by Meg. Meg, I would like a D6 roll, please. A D6 roll? I've never I'm played a hex crawl yeah. game. This is exciting. I rolled a two. I hope that's a good number to Ooh. roll. So in Mouse Ritter, um, <laughs> low is more interesting. One means that you encounter a creature, and then I figure out what creature that is. Two means you find an omen, and usually omens are signs of other creatures' activity in the area. Uh, Like a poop. In this, like a poop. (laughs) Like a poop. Exactly. Scat. Seeing seeing some scat is a perfect omen. Like a turd. This... <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> In this case, you all have headed northwest of Sickerheim. For listeners and players that are looking at our map, this would be Hex C6. Um, and in Hex C6, you are traveling. Festus, are you um, up on one of your birds, or are you walking on the forest floor with everybody else. I think that uh, Festus is a mouse of the people. Uh, he's cool. not gonna leave him out to walk all alone. Um, so I think that he's gonna be traversing on the floor with them. I think he sent like the bulk of their gear. I think maybe there was like one of the other sparrow riders that went forward to look ahead. But Festus himself is going to be um, just in the thick of it with everybody else. Perfect. Just so everybody else knows, um, most of the mice headed into the fields. Some went into the forest. You are part of the smallest group, which is made up of just you guys that's heading towards the bog. We clearly made the right Um, choice. (laughs) Smaller ones, which means we will be less noticed. We are so clever. Yeah, really clever. One of your birds is up on a high branch, and you hear it chirp in a manner that you recognize as the bird saying, I've seen something. Now, good fellow. Do your birds have names? Uh, yes, that one up there is Chipwitch. Chipwitch. Sounds like, oh gosh, he sounds delicious, but I promise I will not eat. Uh, we had sparrows like that in the city. Uh, they tried to take my food often. Are your birds well fed? <laughs> they are very well fed, yes. Okay. You fear just, not for your own provisions. Just, just checking, just checking. Um, my good fellow, what what is it that you've seen? He's, like, kind of calling up into this tree <laughs> towards the sparrow. Um, the sparrow flies down uh, and lands right next to you and then just kind of, like, goes into, like, little poofball mode to let you onto its back. I will board my bird. And say, Um, I'll be back in just a moment. It seems that my dear friend here has seen something. um, The bird and Festus depart up to that same branch that Chipwitch was on. And Chipwitch lets you, like, depart onto the branch and cling onto the bark. And looking down towards the forest floor where all of your friends are, um, a couple feet in front of them, you see in uh, a muddy patch of forest floor unmistakably are giant footprints that are heading south. Unusual. You haven't seen a giant around Sickerheim at all recently, but this isn't too far from there. 
which might mean that these are fairly recent. Nobody else has spotted these, at least in your little troop. But at least the giant's gone. I know that this is different from uh, like D&D where there's not like skills and stuff. If um, mm-hmm. you said it was headed south, um, would it be like a safe assumption to like, I don't know. Festus is trying to like figure out whether or not this giant could be like in collaboration with the wolf or something um, mm. that's farther south also trying to see if like maybe heading in kind of the same direction. It's a really interesting point. Let's have you make a a will save for like memory, recollection, and like knowledge allocation. Okay. Oh, drat. So my will is only an eight. I rolled a 15, so I don't think Festus gleans much. Okay. Um, I think you would think that what you would know is that there are giants that head into the woods, and it's usually around this time of year. Us humans know this as hunting season. Um, usually these humans are noticed because they're wearing like high-vis, like, reflective gear, um, at least until they're in their hiding spots with camouflage clothing on. So you would think that somebody would have spotted this giant, probably, um, and usually... The, the humans, the giants, um, hate wolves. Uh, they don't let them come anywhere near their giant town. Um, they, they they don't like them. So your guess is probably not. Okay. Maybe, maybe they're fighting each other. I think um, Festus will kind of uh, flick the reins uh, gently on his sparrow and return back down to the ground and just say... It appears that there is a giant in the midst of this forest here. I did not see him. He seemed to be heading the opposite direction of where we are going, but I figured that it would be good to know. Perhaps he will take care of the wolf entirely. I've never seen a giant walk so sneakily if he made it past us. Uh, A giant what? A big awful horrendous creature that walks on two legs have you not heard the stories olive what's it called they're just called giants they have very little fur just on the tips of their heads and they walk about on their hind paws very very peculiar indeed do birds talk i'm just asking in the rules of mouse ritter mice can always speak to other mice no matter mm-hmm. what uh, settlement they're from mice can often speak to other rodent kind like rats or uh possums or the like mm-hmm. other mammals um the uh the non-mouse mammal makes a will save to see if mm-hmm. you guys can be uh, understood by them and they can be understood by you um and other types of creatures that aren't mammals uh can't be understood at all outside of magic uh, Biblo does believe that Festus can talk to sparrows and that they're talking back. Duly <laughs> <laughs> noted. Um, I think Festus is gonna sort of think on that question, not in the way that we speak to each other, mouse to mouse. Uh, it's a, a different kind of connection. We understand each other, words aren't necessary. Oh, oh all right. Well. Shall we continue onward, chaps? Yes, I believe we should. Mm-hmm. 
if the giants are walking back the way we came, I, I think it might be better if we head forward where they were coming from. Only stands too soon. Perfect. You all have now an option of which hex to go into if you're still wanting to head towards the bog. We've got um, B5 and C5. One of them heads directly north from the hex that our mice are currently in. One of them continues heading northwest. Both will reach the true edge of the bog, but won't be quite in it yet. Which direction would you all like to head? How do we feel about cutting the edge of the bog and the field? But on the bog side. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Then I guess Great. up to uh, C5. C5. I like that. That's also a more true north and opposite of where the giant was coming from. So I think that makes sense with like the reasoning that we've hashed out. So I like it. Good call. Perfect. Yes. I really like it. All right. With a new hex comes a new encounter. Mm-hmm. Grace, can you roll a D6 for me? Yes, I can. No pressure. It's just our lives on the line. we're all gonna make it out of here right i had the dumbest bitch moment just now and i was just like what does a d6 look like again (laughs) it's the most common die legendary like a sugar cube that's another two that's another two which means another omen another poo (laughs) another poo Another two, another poo. <laughs> a second poo on the horizon. Guys, this um, so scary. <laughs> oh my god. Like, we were all so worried we were going to die coming in. <laughs> it's not too late, guys. Don't, uh, don't. Bet. We humble. just started. I was supposed Bet. to I'm be I'm immortal, actually. <laughs> I'm the one that has to kill Beeblo. Come on. <laughs> not anybody else but me. <laughs> Um, you are heading due north. You're kind of at an intersection of where the edge of the forest meets the fence at the edge of the fields. This tall, massive wooden structure made of sticks and wood and sometimes metal wire. Um, And also meets the intersection of the edge of the bog. The giants in their fields don't really like the bog that much, so um, the fields stop there. The giants also don't like the creatures of the forest very much, which is why there's a fence there. And you are kind of at the intersection of all three. Here, first, you can see um, a light coming from the very top of that massive red building in the distance, in the middle of the fields, Mm -hmm. um, which usually means that there's some activity there, usually giant activity. You can also... um, hear that there are uh, mice in the fields in the distance um, that are running, perhaps being chased by something. Oh, no. But the thing that you notice, um, Marcy, is that right uh, on the edge of the fence, almost like teetering precariously, is a very large black feather that you would recognize as being oh, no. formerly owned by a crow or raven. Which means that they've probably been around here, and fairly recently. You know that the fields are pretty windy. Usually wind can knock around feathers. So that means that this this crow or this raven is probably nearby. 
Uh, right, so, um, none of that got picked up on recording. Love that. <laughs> or it got picked up on recording and it didn't get picked up on Discord. Anyway, um, so, Festus, um, you're well-versed in birds. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's a crow feather. Not quite sure, though. That would be correct, dear Marcy. Cool. So is that going to be a problem? I will say I'm experienced with birds in the sense that I can identify them. I'm really only very familiar with... A crow, a crow ate my Uncle Ned. Oh my goodness. Look, you've had <laughs> it was terrible. quite the life, haven't you? It was his, it was his birthday. It was his birthday and he was eaten. By Jove. It was very quickly turned into a funeral. I mean, at, at least, least everybody was together, bad. so we were ready. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everybody was in the same place, so. <laughs> Kelly, can um, can you and Wick roll a will save oh, with no. advantage oh. for me? With Oh wait. Oh gosh. Okay. So two d20s. Take the lower. Your okay. aim is nine or lower. Okay. We need to have a counter for, like, number I got of a, bird traumas Wick has. <laughs> oh my wow. god. is a really good nice. one. That's definitely under your will of nine. Woo. Wick um, is uh, recounting the story of Wick's uncle getting uh, <laughs> getting assaulted by a crow, um, most likely back in the city. And with a roll of two, you remember that y- your family said that it was the crow's fault, and of, of course it was the crow's fault. But also, it is um, tradition for mice on their birthdays to go after something that they really want Mm -hmm. that usually is pretty risky to get. Um, What do you think that your uncle was going after that this crow was trying to protect? Ooh, I feel like it's got to be a shiny. Um, Uh, for sure. Maybe, like, like it pilfered a a wedding ring of some kind, and that was, like, the crown jewel to take. Perfect. Wedding bands for mice are, like, like crowns. Yes. Right? Yes. And if you've got a, if you've got a ring, you're, you're, like, cream of the crop rich. That's prestige right there. (laughs) For sure. But recounting this story helps Wick remember that crows aren't necessarily bad for mice. They don't eat mice. Um, but usually crows are protective of their own stuff. And sometimes ah, crows have awesome stuff. That's true. You know what? Something something just came to me, though. Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't think they eat us. I think I think he was just kind of pissed off. You know, Uncle Ned, uh, he was trying to, trying to take his stuff in the... You know, our family, we get into trouble sometimes. It's not a big deal. It is what it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so may- maybe uh, maybe the crow's okay. Uh, but let's just not touch his stuff. How about that? I don't know if we're going to... They like shiny things. You know what I mean? Like treasures, things like that. Uh, and, like, looks at... um. Wait, wh- which of you? Is it Ollie who likes to just gather things? <laughs> And just take, Ollie okay. and Beeblow. And Beeblow. <laughs> okay. boys. Listen, uh, if, we, if we're passing through and you see a pile of stuff that kind of looks treasury in nature, just uh, we're going to walk on by. I know it's going to be tempting and beautiful and delightful. You got to walk away. All right? Yeah, Beeblow. you got to walk away. And you got to walk it. away. 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 If you want to live to see tomorrow, you're going to walk away. <laughs> I don't need to live anymore. Oh I've lived God. for a really long time. I Ollie, don't Ollie, need Ollie, to live We have not known each other that long, but I'm worried about you. I am worried. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> Wick is absolutely 100% like in my keeping in mind like I might have to wrestle Ollie away from a pile of shiny things. Biblo is going to clutch onto his brass cog that he may or may not have taken from a large pile of stuff that he did not know what it was. Um, he does not know if it was a bird's hoard or not, but he is going to be clutching this a little oh bit tighter gosh. now. If you want to cover that up, you can put it in my sack. As he holds it up and it like hides his entire face. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it'll fit in your bag, but um, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. We could dirty it up a little bit so it's not as shiny. I know, I know you want to keep it shiny, uh, but no, uh, we can rub it in some. No, absolutely not. Okay, all right, all right. We're not gonna. Okay. <laughs> Oh, all right, Beeblo. Not looking for trouble As a singular eye grows like black and beady. Okay, we're all friends. <laughs> all yes, right. of, of course, of course. Yeah, okay. Oh. It stays shiny. This is yeah. mine. Yeah, stay shiny. Yep. This isn't a cross. Yep, it's beautiful. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Let's head into our next hex. You're currently in C5. To the northwest of you, in B4, is the bog. Um, the, there's more water and mud there. Just as described earlier, there's uh, gnarled roots and sticks and uh, wet grass. Directly to the north of you is um, also the bog, but uh, if you head around the east side of it, you could mostly stay on dry land. Uh, it's pretty muddy still, but... The tall grasses are there, as well as the fence that you've uh, encountered recently. Um, and to the northeast of you are the fields. You'd have to go under or around the fence to get into the fields. But those tall grasses are pretty nice for rodents like you. What packs would you like to head into? How do we feel about hugging the bog side of the fence? I'd be fine with that. I'm down. I'm fine with that, but I have a question logistics-wise for Ben. Does the mud mm. slow us down in the bog? It does. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That's my concern, is that we aren't going super fast. But where if, if you're going into C4, where it's like partly bog, partly fields with the fence, it won't mm. be as bad if you head in, as if you headed into okay. the bog proper, but it is still a little bit slower than going into the fields. I think that slow and quiet might be a little bit better than the larger packs that are going to be making a little bit more noise. Don't you think? As long as we don't get uh, too squelchy. You know, a lot of mud. We do have the option of just hopping back under the fence if we do... That's true. ...squelch. Pamela, you look like you got something to say. <laughs> uh, I think that slow and quiet works really, really well. Um, and then behind Pamela, you just hear a bunch of zipping, buzzing bees. <laughs> she's been walking behind. Oh, oh and there's a bunch of bees going super fast, sort of behind her and making a ruckus. <laughs> I think that Beeblo lives in the uh, 
the concrete tube underneath the bees. So mm-hmm. it's completely just drowned out. Like, it, it, yeah. he just does not register it at all. Uh, that's like that one neighbor who always has a party on Friday nights. Like, my neighbor with a pickup truck with no exhaust. Yes. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> my partner is the same way. It's okay. <laughs> oh, then not gross. Sorry, John's partner. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, you've decided on going straight north on this borderline, the zone of the fence between the fields and the bog. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. I and believe if we have problems, then next time we'll go to the field. As long as Great. we're not dead. <laughs> um, as you head along, still following the edge of the fence, getting your paws a little bit muddy, um, it is becoming dark. Oh, no. I would really like to know who is using their light source. In Mouse Ritter, everybody starts with a torch of some kind. Um, It could be made of trash. It could be a little piece of a little, what is it called when you do the... Matches? A match? Oh Oh. my goodness. Oh my god, man. A little piece of a match. My brain thinking is about like so many flint? different things. Like, like yeah, a you could rush. have, um, you could have whatever source of light. Usually, the starting source of light is something that's unprotected. So, none of these ha- mice have any lanterns or anything like that. I was gonna, but ask. I would love to know. I would love to know who is currently going to start using their light source, um, I... as you as the sun has completely set and all you are relying on is moonlight now. I suppose I will. Can I have a pee? Do you know those uh, mosquito uh, teepee sticks? Can I have a piece of the string tied around the top of my fish hook? Perfect. So you've lit your fish hook on fire. Yes, I I have. Yes. Amazing. Fuck yeah, dude. And I'm just like holding it Is anybody else using one? I think Festus will as well. Awesome. Uh, the two of you, I would like you to mark the, one of those circles um, that marks a usage on your equipment. Um, and I would also like you to note uh, a little half for your second one. Um, this hex, because you're on the border, um, is going to take a little bit longer. It's going to take an hour and a half to get through. So oh. if we go through another um, hour and a half kind of section... Um, we'll, we'll note that your guys' stuff has been completely used up, all three circles. Um, but for now, one and a half usages of your light source as we head through here. The next person on my list for encounter rolls is John. John, you have the unfortunate reality of being in a spot where the encounter, like coming across a creature, is now on a roll of a one or a two, and an okay. omen is on a three, oh, and everything boy. else is clear. Okay. Like a six roll, please. Guess it's fitting. Be blow up front with the fish hook, for does sure. It, does it get progressively worse each time? It depends on which hex you're in. Okay, okay. Like a challenge rating kind of deal. Kind of, yeah. We got a three. All right, yeah! that's another omen. More uh, <laughs> poop. Another chance for a third. All right, this omen is going to interact with you a little bit more. In the distance. Oh, no. <laughs> in the distance, uh, a short while after uh, Biblo lights this wrapped string or twine around his fish hook, you hear the cawing of this crow. Ah! Ah! 
in Mouse Ritter, different creatures have different abilities, and most of the bird-like creatures have songs that they can sing. This crow song is called Sorrow, and oh. all of you have heard it. Oh, no. I would like you to make a will save everybody. All of us. Ah. Everybody. Oh, okay. I'm going to make one for the bees. No! I did not make it. I got a 13. I got a 12. Got a 6. Fail for me. Fail for me. Bunch of sad little guys. Ollie and Beeblo, the two trash folk, um, (laughs) made their their save and nobody else did. If you failed... uh, Oh, also, the bees made it. The bees are not frightened. Um, the bees know their power and numbers. <laughs> Everyone who failed the save yeah. is frightened. Oh. <gasps> and right now, all of you are going to head in a different direction. <gasps> Don't you dare! Flee in fear. No! Um, so let's go down the list, why don't we? Actually, let's start from the bottom. <gasps> Kelly, can you roll oh a d6 for me? Six. You start fleeing back to the south. <gasps> okay. Back the way you came. Oh, boy. That's where home is. That's where safety is. Those tubes. You don't think a crow can fit in those tubes. That's the way that is safety. All right. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Just start for running. Pamela, <laughs> can you roll a d6 for me? Sure. Five? You start heading into the bog. <gasps> you know that there's roots there. There's the cover of long branches and shadows. That's where you'll be safe. W- Wick said the bog was safe. Gotta follow Wick the hero. Okay, bees, let's go. In the distance, <laughs> you hear Wick yelling. I didn't exactly say that. You're, you're remembering it a little. A little. Bye. Pamela can't hear you over the buzzing bees. <laughs> Grace, can I get a D6 roll for you? Yes, you can. That is a two. Two, you know that birds have a hard time seeing through the cover of tall grasses, and you duck under the lowest bar of the fence and start weaving through the the tall stalks of wheat and grass yeah. into the fields. For the rest of you, because the, the trait that I rolled for Marzi was that she has a tiny body, I'm guessing she's about the size of the cog that is being carried by Viblo right now. So she's fucking gone. <laughs> and uh, Meg. I rolled the number one. Right, you are heading straight north. Um, for Festus, your destination is what will be safe. You decided on that earlier. Heading north to where wolves are hated towards the giant town is the way you gotta go. Onwards and upwards, as he just Festus would. This makes sense. This makes complete sense. <laughs> Olive and Biblo, you see these new compatriots of yours flee in all different directions. What do you do in order to get them back to you? You know that there's safety in numbers. You know that they're scared, but you have to stick together. What do you do? Can I try to... Oh, this might be a very dumb decision. Can Biblo hold up his cog and hit the side of it with his fish hook to try to make a clanging noise to either A, try and scare off 
the crow mm-hmm. and b try to call everybody back awesome i love it um ollie do you have anything you would like to do to help people get back um wait you have a you you use yours use your your trash hook you use your one as he holds it up in between them but no trash he like hits it you want me to hit that yes I don't even like these people. They got weird babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. What? What? I don't like babies. <laughs> I don't. Like babies. <laughs> Big babies, small babies, buzz babies, bird babies. Oh, dear boy. Well, well, well. I, I'll, I'll try to explain this as quickly as possible. Those, those babies are what's keeping us alive, right now. I don't need to be alive. <clears throat> oh, oh yes. But I'll hit. But I'll hit your weird thing. Mm-hmm. But only because you're okay. Thank you, thank you very much. No nope. one's ever said that about me before. Oh, it's, it's so great, so great. And then I'm just gonna start hitting the the thing with my trash hook, but like really hard, like crazy person just like ah, hitting it really hard with with my trash hook with the bag still on the end because i don't stop and take that off so it's like mine is still on fire so we're like we're in the same boat i love how matter of fact ollie says un absolutely unhinged things (laughs) it's so i don't like babies (laughs) especially when they're weird ones clip that clip that they got weird babies (laughs) amazing you all hear this tink 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 on this gear and i would all like you to make uh those of you that are frightened make your will save again this time with advantage to take the lower oh that's a d i got a one i did it Nope. <laughs> All right. Oh, of course, now that I need to roll badly, I'm rolling the opposite. That's a natural 18 and a natural 20. I'm so mad. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Festus um, returns to the sound of the clanging. So does Pamela. So does Wick. But Marcy is still in the field. You know which direction she went in. What do the other five of you do now? You've all reunited except for Marcy, and you know which direction Marcy went. What does Marcy like? Food. 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 Hey, Marcy, I got a block of cheese in my bag. And this is true. It's in my inventory. I got a block of cheese in my bag. You want some? You got to come get it. Marcy. Can I hear her? You can hear her. You're still very afraid. I got cheese. I have. I think- How about this? Why don't you all move into Hex D3 and see if you can find Marcy. Never mind. I'm going to keep my cheese for now. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I, I, I'm going to, I want to pull a little, a little candy wrapper out of my bag and I just start wiggling it around. It's not really making noise. I just, I'm wiggling it around. Here, baby, baby. Oh, candy! 
trying to coax my fucking dog out of the kitchen in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are in a new hex, but I'm going to hold off on our D6 roll. Um, you all converge on Marcy's location. Um, she's shivering and like probably like whimpering in fear of this massive bird um but you all crowd around her um in order to make this a successful like win for marcy um kelly i would like you to mark one usage off of your rations which i assume is your cheese i guess yeah i I guess so i guess i can give up some of my cheese let her have some cheese um and Ollie, if you could as well, um, mark one usage off of yours. I assume this is like taking in all of the good smells off of a candy wrapper um, to kind of like break her out of her fear. It's like smelling salt. It's like smelling salt. <laughs> it's like peppermint. Come back to us. This poor little mouse. <laughs> um, Marcy, you are back to yourself after getting a big waft of sugar and a little nibble of cheese. But now all of you, including the bees are in are beyond the fence and in the, these tall farm grasslands. Let's roll a d6. It is Steph's turn. Steph in the farmlands proper an encounter is one two three and an omen is a four. Oh boy. I got a five. Yeah! Wow. Whoa. That's extremely hey. lucky. We're so skilled and talented. You all find Marcy again, and with no difficulty, continue heading on oh. your way. Let's get one more hex move in here. You're currently in D3. To the northeast of you is more of the fields proper. Mm-hmm. To the north of you, is the fields and also the brook. The brook will be extremely treacherous to cross, especially where there is no bridge, but it's possible. And to the northwest of you is where the brook meets the edge of the bog. Um, In this hex, which is C3, uh, is one of the muddiest places you can go um, because it's where the brook slows down and meets the bog, and so there's a lot of water there, there's a lot of mud there. Um, not a great place to be, but those are your options. Do we have any gauge on the pack that went into the field, the pack of mice? Great question. You want to roll something for it? Yeah, absolutely. I believe my perception was like a will save in the past. We've only so. really used will, but if you want to use a different skill and rationalize it in whatever way you would like. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think based on my stats, I probably should use Will. Uh, so I'm going John to is, again. <laughs> John is laughing because uh, uh, Biblo's strength is three. <laughs> Dex is five. So his Will is definitely his highest. Oh, buddy. I, I did the and same thing. And I'm all thing. for it. Uh, I did the same thing that I do every time I play a new game, and I don't meta my stats at all. Um, and I did not realize that health was based on your strength. So uh, we will. Uh, and I... We'll go with that. And an 11. <gasps> that exactly meet it. meets. Meets meet it. it. Um, you... You don't know where the other mice are, 
but you do hear something curious. Those large passive creatures that you've seen going through the fields, usually in the morning or the early evening, going out to the brook to fish up some trash and coming home, um, you hear a, a cry of one of them. Uh, us humans know this as a whinny of a horse. This whinny of the horse sounds scared. You've never heard it sound like this before. You've heard them sound like angry or frustrated or excited. You've never heard one sound scared before. And you also hear it stop. Abruptly stop. And then you start to see the light coming from a small window at the top of this big red building. You start to see that light get brighter. And then you see something that lots of mice fear. You smell it too. Faint smell of smoke coming from that big red building. Um, I, I, I think it might be best if we go back into the bog. Um, I know that, that it might fun. take a lot longer. Uh, do you smell that in the air? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. The, the, and, and then the... <laughs> 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 oh! That's uh, what it is. I also heard one of those, uh, one of the, the four-legged beasts. Um, they, they've protected me before when I'm running through these fields, and well, one of them sounds scared. I, I, I just, I got a feeling. I don't think it's good for us to be out here in the fields. So where should we go? Back. If we can make it around the brook, that might be best, but I know that'll take a lot of time. Hey, listen, it's better than dying. <laughs> yeah. Eh, so what do we think? Let's go to the bog then, and uh, hopefully the uh, muck should should slow whatever it is that's scaring that beast out there, perhaps. I hope it's just scared. Yeah, sure. Quietly, Wick knows it's not. <laughs> it's dead. It's dead! <laughs> <laughs> But doesn't want to say that. Too, but doesn't, yeah. want, doesn't want to hurt the morale. <laughs> Be, <All right>. blo <laughs> Be blows the same way. <laughs> All right, Festus and Be blow. Um, you for this new hex that you're in. This would be another one full circle of usage on your light sources. So you've got half of a usage left, um, which means that it most likely will go out as you're traversing the bog. Okay. Let's head into the bog, and let's have an encounter roll from my good friend, Jay. Uh, I don't want, six. I don't oh, want to. Six. I don't want to. I'm so They're so scared. good, bestie. Bestie, speak to me. Jay. Well, it's time to fight, isn't it? Um, hey, um... Yeah. Do I get Hi. an advantage on this on this decent roll, Ben? Why would you? Because Did you roll? Did you roll I'm, I'm your friend. You yeah. You are my friend, but that's not a very good in-game reason to get. Um, you're, ma you're making a one because because <laughs> she's cute. It's a one. It's a one. I I'm knew sorry. it. Okay. No, it's okay. It'll be interesting. One. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It will be interesting. We lasted a good Let's long while. Let's figure out what kind of creature this is. Oh. 
It's really. possible that this will be extremely fan. useful for you. You started okay. to say it's possible that this will be extremely bad for you. Oh. You started to say okay. it's possible, and I thought you were about to say it's a possum, and I was about to get very excited. <laughs> no, <right>? Yes! <laughs> Jay, possum. I want you to roll another d6. Oh, great. Low numbers are rough. High numbers are better. Mm. I'm gonna just for rolling a six will be extremely good just for, for you. posterity's sake. One um, is like a no cobra. No sake. pressure. I'm, I'm recording this because no pressure, bestie. I'm sweaty. Oh my gosh! I did you roll another one? Are we about to die? Did you roll another one. We're about to die. Yes. I am Grace. You rolled another one. I rolled another oh one. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna no, kill us all. Gonna it's be, all my fault. It's, it's all it's my gonna fault. Be high drama. My stupid bees. My bees drama. are pulling our cover. <laughs> I welcome the sweet embrace of death. No! Evil has been healed. It'll be fine. Okay. Take me now, Benjamin. I'm ready. (laughs) We follow these mice from a bird's eye view as they duck under the fence once again. And Pamela with her queen bee in tow and the other bees following, following gently behind um, starts heading towards the water's edge of the bog. Oh, no. A couple inches, which is a long way for a mouse, to Pamela's left is a large rock. This rock is um, rough and uh, hewn by the water, and it's got moss all over it. And something that Pamela doesn't see or hear are very light taps of many, many feet on this rock. No, 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 no. What is going on? These feet tap along the rock, and they head down, and the first one touches the mud, and the second one touches the mud, and the third one, and the tenth, and the twentieth, and the fiftieth, and you start to hear less buzzing. Oh, no. (gasps) And Pamela, you turn around to look and you see, rearing up, almost like a cobra, a centipede <gasps> massive pincers oh, no! chittering and clicking towards you. And that's where we're going to pick up in our second <gasps> part. Is it because oh, I said cobra? Oh, oh my we get a centipede God. because they I said cobra? My friends? <laughs> Did they kill my only family and friends? It's okay, we'll get you new bees, it's fine. We'll get you, <laughs> we'll get you <laughs> new bees. We'll get you new bees. <laughs> I'm sad for you. They're my white noise when I go to bed. Uh, <laughs> All oh right. my goodness. This is the end of our first part of our oh Halloween special for this year. Uh, this should be out on October 30th. Part 2 should be out tomorrow, October Woo! 31st. So I hope you're looking forward to our second part. Big thank you to our guests, John at D&D Monetize, and Steph at Incriticum Studios, and Kelly at The Kelhop. I believe I got that right. You yes. got it. Yeah. Woo! Nailed it. <laughs> um, we'll all be back tomorrow for some more Mouse Ritter. And yeah, that's it. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.